everybody we are back after i don't know how long with an episode of regenerating our shared home and i have one of my like long time guests that i've been meaning to just talk with for a while mm-hmm. she's been such an inspiration to me and the work that i do and i feel like a lot of the work we do is synchronistic and we work independently interdependently with each other mm-hmm. um and we've had a few collaborations together. I'll just say her name. Welcome to Deja. Yes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Deja has a land project that she's working on. It's not even a project. She has a relationship with the land that she's stewarding <laughs> right now. And she lives in Costa Rica. Um, for how long have you been here? Yeah. Thank you, Zion, for having me. Oh, well. Um, (laughs) um, yeah, so, um, I've been in, well, I've been on and off in Costa Rica since 2017. So I came, I did leave for about a year Mm -hmm. and then I returned to Costa Rica and I've been back here for more than two years now. Um, and I've just, I've been looking for property for the past year and a half and I just finished buying property the very end of February. Okay. And that is my land project, my land stewarding project, which um, my platform, my offering to the world, I call it Find Serenity Mm -hmm. because that word just really resonates with me. And I feel like that's exactly what I've been doing. And that's what my healing journey has been, has been finding serenity. Absolutely. And also remembering serenity. Mm. We were just talking about these re-words. The re, that suffix, or the prefix prefix of re. The prefix of re, like... Because what I do is I offer um, find serenity retreats, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like the idea of retreat is also mm-hmm. rest mm-hmm. and um, rest. regeneration, rest restoration. Even heart, our, rest has the even re has the re yeah. prefix on it. Yeah, that restoration, that regeneration, that reindigenization, the remembering, the rewilding, and all of that is so interconnected with. Uh, The inner child work, a lot of it is about remembering. And I was sharing how my name, Deja, means to remember. Mm. And I guess I've already, I've always known that because I know like what deja vu means, but I never thought about like what my name means until much later in my life. Like I think it was probably in 2020 when I was like, what does deja mean? And I'm like, oh, to remember. I'm like, oh, duh, Mm. deja vu. Right. But I'm like, oh, so so much of my journey and my, uh, purpose is about remembering and reminding others which is helping others to remember you know and i also see recovering ancestral memory like that's true recovering memories these re's Uh prefix words are cyclical or they're just like not moving it's it's, i don't know it almost seems like all this re remembering it's like we're not it does feel cyclical i feel you because it feels like the, the the circle like returning to that circle mm-hmm. rather than saying sacred you're going back circle. or forward it's yes. like yeah that sacred circle <laughs> that's beautiful yeah so yeah Finca Serenidad is a beautiful place um I got to spend the last month there essentially just camping and meeting the land and speaking with the land and get, giving its permission to like move forward um getting its permission that's what we've been doing together Mm -hmm. and the land is 
I don't know what to say about the land. The, <laughs> the development we've had on the land is moving really fast. Um, we already have a house on it. And yeah, can you talk about some of the intentions that you have moving forward? Um, yeah, certainly. And I want to acknowledge like, yeah, you've been there um, holding it up for me <laughs> for a whole month, making sure that uh, I had support in that space in the physical realm. Mm -hmm. And the really cool thing about Zion and I's connection is Zion was the very first person <laughs> To donate to my fundraiser. Yes. Before I even posted on social media, she was just browsing around, found it. was a it, random day, yeah. And donated the first $50, and she even donated again later. I so Because I had a job, you know? <laughs> I had a job. Yeah. And I like to think I'm contributing in other ways, even though I don't have that job now. Mm -hmm. um, it's still my intention to, in the future, as I get some money, give to you. Yeah. Um, and also give to you in other ways through collaboration and just presence and love. And, and that's the way you're giving to me now. And I and I am so grateful for it. Yes. And it's so exactly what I needed. And you gave financially as well. So like, mm -hmm. yeah, everything has been perfect. Um, so well received. Zion helped me so much. And I needed, you know, someone to hold the energy on the space and also yes. be around while the ca first cabin has been getting built. Mm -hmm. And it's just been a blessing. And now I have another volunteer who just came in as Zion was leaving from France. And we she's- We love her as well. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, Afro-Cuban and French young woman mm -hmm. who loves gardening and grew up living on a houseboat. And she just- She has like, an amazing story. Yeah, she has an amazing story as well. And she's been so helpful. Like. Right. I went there. She doesn't even have a phone that's working, so she's just out there just in the jungle with it. Mm -hmm. Haven't even talked to her in a few days. Went to check on her, and she's got, like, seedlings growing. She's planted a bunch of mangoes right. and uh, avocado tree and all these things. So I'm just really grateful and blessed from the people who've been supporting me because I can't do it alone. Mm -hmm. And you asked me a question before all of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I lost it in the sauce. No worries. That's beautiful to hear. Um the impact that these people who have just resonated with your vision have like yeah the impact that they're having on the land and this project and mm -hmm. serenity you're like evolving what serenity means I swear but the question I asked was um what are some of your intentions moving forward for projects with the All land right what kind Thank of projects you. do you want to get into yes well the whole thing is very much a series of projects like right now the project is getting this cabin built mm -hmm. and it's it's we have a plastic roof we have uh somewhat walls um with this like mesh material so it's very simple mm -hmm. so the project right now is to focus on developing the cabin yes getting a floor getting metal roof for the rainy season and a big project that i want to put energy in soon is getting a water, um, water system, system moving with yes. rainwater because it's about to be rainy season, so we got plenty of water coming down, yes. and I want to be actively collecting and using that, and getting and using that so I can build a shower. Right. Um, right now, we do have a small river on the land, so we can go and bathe there, which is great. But it's uh, you have to hike down and hike back up to do that, so it's nice to also have access to water mm -hmm. up on top where the cabin is. So, yes, that's a big project, and then. Planting food, especially mm -hmm. right now, because we're in the very beginning, planting a lot of fruit trees and yes. getting a garden going and learning about gardening. So a lot of it is just me learning about homesteading and farming right. and and listening to the land, seeing what it needs. Because mm -hmm. um, it's been, there were cows stewarding this land before, but right. in the jungle wasn't being stewarded at all. It was just up to the monkeys and the lizards uh -huh. and whatever else is back the there. The natural forces. 
but that top part where I have the cabin was stewarded by cows before, so there's a lot of like need for like loving on that land mm-hmm. as well. Um, Especially like the soil loosening, right. yeah, loosening yeah, it's been up very the compact. soil, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, giving it some nutrients. Yeah, it is also uh, approximate next to a a palm forest. Yes, and there is a need to kind of regenerate, mm-hmm. regenerate the the soil because palm forest can really kind of suck the nutrients out of the soil since exactly just they right need so the many yeah mm-hmm. that's so true so yeah a lot of it is loving on the land yes and like land. you said regenerating restoration um yes and also even um some level of conservation as far as not wanting to overbuild on the land some of it is exactly. a lot of it actually the majority of it is jungle space so yes. I eventually want to build some things back there, but always in spaces where I don't need to cut down mm-hmm. any trees unless I'm cutting down that tree to use the wood to build the house. The tree will still be standing on the land, you know? Exactly. So otherwise, I don't really want to yeah, be creating any damage. <laughs> yes. And that jungle, which your land borders, is such a sacred jungle. You mm-hmm. live uh, right next outside of uh, the Corcovado jungle, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the most biologically diverse jungles in the world um very clean water it's a it's like a haven yeah it's a gym it is <laughs> all those words that um so yeah i want to kind of hear your ideas about regeneration this podcast is called regenerating our shared home mm-hmm. and yeah, i love that this is our shared home and i feel like i've been sharing your home i'm we have been sharing, sharing homes home for, for sure while, so i'm thankful for our shared home. I love that name so much. That's such a dope uh, name. Mm-hmm. Regenerating our shared home. And it's like on the biggest and smallest levels. So like regenerating our shared home, which is earth. Mm. So me taking care of the earth mm-hmm. and not causing damage makes it more sustainable and cleaner for the next person to right. partake in those resources within my lifetime and beyond my lifetime. You know, mm-hmm. if I don't leave behind all this damage and I and I love on the earth and, and let her flourish, you mm-hmm. know, and don't poison her and these things, then right. she'll be healthier to care for my children and my children's children and so exactly. on and so forth. This is just common sense, it seems. It like really it is. is. <laughs> it, it truly is. And the people who are hurting the earth, it's like they, they only are thinking about their own lifetime and they're not remembering that they're going to keep on existing mm. in the next body and the next body and the next body. Exactly. And at some point, one of those bodies is going to figure it out and uh-huh. and have to care for the earth. They're going to have to, everybody's yes. going to have to get it because earth is for everyone. That's so well put. And it's so interesting that we've been uh, getting into a lot of ancestral work this month and mm-hmm. uh, meeting our ancestors and just discovering the same ethic that we're discovering, that they want us to care for the earth, care for this shared home together, Mm -hmm. um, and think about the impact that we're going to have generations down the line. Yeah. Um, Because that's still us. Right. It's like caring about the whole thing. Exactly. And you mentioned how regeneration, all these re-things are like cyclical, because it's Mm. like closing the circle, you know? Mm. Like, it's a never-ending circle. It's not a line from start to finish. It's a never-ending wow. circle. So It's a marathon. <laughs> that's why I say, even if you don't get it in this lifetime, you're going to have to get it in the next lifetime because at some yes. point you're going to be like, dang, I want clean water. I want right. clean air. I want to have food accessible. Exactly. So 
even if you're not even if people are not getting it within this body that they're in right now they're gonna get it in the next body yeah (laughs) at some point and uh i believe that right i believe that yeah and also regenerating our shared homes can be on a smaller level like sharing space like for example we have been like staying in the same place the past week and then you were also staying on the land and we were sharing space then and it's like just honoring the spaces that we're in and the people who are in them and I like yeah. to think about coming <laughs> coming for, back into healthy relation with each other and yeah. our land. Uh-huh. Just, yeah, it's been a healing relationship with you, with mm-hmm. the land, all of it. So um, I'm so thankful for, thankful for this connection and your wisdom and just for how I've been able to help you, yeah. how you've been able to help me. We've been like such helps to each other yeah like i loved how you put it the inter we've been very interdependent interdependent like i felt very supported by you and i also feel like super called to support you whenever Mm -hmm. i have that uh, whenever i'm able absolutely and uh yeah you're just such a divine reflection i love you i'm so glad that you came to costa rica and that our collaboration with that retreat in january the sovereign family led to like oh my gosh that was a lifetime of collaboration i feel yes so it's been a, a major blessing to mm-hmm. to have you in the space. Absolutely. <laughs> Love wise, my friend. And I forgot what I was gonna say after this, but um <laughs> Yeah, I'm so inspired by your work and this is also an amazing podcast episode so far. <laughs> um I wanna ask you can we move to the shade? Yeah. We're going to move to the shade, everybody. It's we in the sun. Pause. <laughs> Begin. All right. We're back after a short intermission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'd love to share how people can connect with me, learn more about my projects, and even help support my projects. Absolutely. Support this woman, y'all. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the reason that the support is so necessary is because nobody can do anything alone. Mm-hmm. I do need help. And what I'm creating is going to be of service to so many. So if you're resonating with the project and you want to come and help physically the way Zion has, I'm, I'm open to that. Um, like if you want to share skills and things of that nature. But mm-hmm. also if you want to help financially, I have a Patreon. And on my Patreon, I share completely exclusive vlogs. You can't find them anywhere else. They're only on my Patreon. Right. Of everything that's been happening with the land project. So from living there in a tent to now having a structure up and working on like getting a rainwater collection system, it's all on my mm-hmm. Patreon. And as I move forward, I'll continuously be doing like updated vlogs. So my Patreon is, there's three tiers, $5 mm-hmm. a month, $10 a month, or $15 a month. Um, so... All of them get access to the same things. It's just really to allow people yeah. of different financial abilities to pay whatever amount. So nobody, like, like, the people who pay 15 don't get any more than the people mm-hmm. who pay 5 It's just about how much you feel called to share with me per month. And that can really help me to consistently pay for materials, pay for workers. Right. Um, I'm doing a lot of work on the land, so it's hard to be the person who's making the money and doing the physical work, right? Exactly. So I have to spread so I need help financially and help physically right and I'm and I'm also doing things with whatever money I make from retreats Mm -hmm. and inner child sessions that goes into my land project so if you want to book a retreat um I do have a group one coming up that's up on my website and also um yes 
inner child healing sessions are my main offering, both virtual and in person. So if you're planning to be in Costa Rica and want to just do mm-hmm. an inner child session, that's something I'm open to. Yes. And that's my greatest gift to this earth. I really love giving them. Zion I has gotten them. an inner child session for me. I would just love to say uh, you attract that energy of like just people's children, like their childlike selves coming to you because we ain't been doing nothing but playing since yeah. we've been here and <laughs> healing and just meeting Eating each other good, yeah playing games yes being free meeting each other in our like sovereign childlike state yeah i love that i love that that's been the in that's that was like the inception of our meeting was meeting each other in our sovereign childlike state mm-hmm. i love that mm-hmm. um real quick can you tell us about the retreat that you're holding um I yes. think it has something to do with women's empowerment. Is that yes. correct? So so let me give you all the tea on this podcast. The retreat is set for June, but we're now thinking about postponing the retreat. Uh-huh. Only because um, it's a lot of like things going on in Costa Rica. A lot of really active energy and there like are. the farm project and needing to ground a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's probably going to end up being in July or August, which I'll post that very soon on my website. My website is IHopeYouFindSerenity.com. My Instagram is IHopeYouFindSerenity. But yes, my friend Suki and I, um, who Zion knows, uh, she has been in the retreat and in healing ceremonial spaces for the past 25 years, so pretty much our whole lives. Right. (laughs) And we're collaborating, so she's more of like the womb wisdom side. She knows a lot about Mm -hmm. wombs. She knows a lot about menstruation and intuition and all these different things and then I'm going to be bringing the inner child work and Mm. also doing some work around healing the Mm mother-daughter wound the mother-daughter relationship that's beautiful so it is a women's retreat that um again we're going to be holding it in either July or August but I'll share that soon it's going to be a seven-day retreat okay um and it's going to be hosted in this beautiful eco lodge here called Amazonita in Dos Brazos it's right by this beautiful waterfall I recommend and (laughs) right on a river like we're standing in right now and it's just going to be gorgeous so that's the next group retreat i'm doing and other than that i mean stay updated on my instagram and yes other things will come the focus is the land project but um mm-hmm. it's beautiful how you've evolved in your relationship since to this land since you've been here is um hosting retreats and now you're about to build your own retreat center essentially mm-hmm. on the land mm-hmm. um and I like hearing about this retreat because it does remind me also of regenerating our shared home with Suki focusing on the womb. Mm-hmm. And I remember you were telling me the other day about the earth being a womb in your entheogen class. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah, you're taking one of those awesome classes right now. Yeah. I love um, just listening in on some of the talks that y'all have been having mm-hmm. and discussing our own journeys with entheogens. But mm-hmm. the earth being a womb and... Uh, our shared home is the womb. Like, we come from the, we womb. All come from the womb. We all come from a womb. Every so human. Regenerating, healing our relationship with the yes. womb. And all humans can heal their relationship with the womb, whether mm-hmm. they have one or not. Exactly. Um, because, yeah, it's like healing the relationship with the mother, with your the mother, mother, and also exactly. with the Mother Earth. Exactly. Um, seeing how much that womb provides to us, mm-hmm. you know? It provides us a space to grow. You know, yes. and then the earth then provides us with everything we need to grow throughout our entire lifetime. It we provides are always us with all nourished. Things. Yes. yes. Provides the mother. us with everything, our shelter, our food. Mm-hmm. And then it even provides us with the people around us who we love. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's beautiful to heal our relationship with the womb, all of us. Mm-hmm. 
that reminds me of a we were gonna talk together about reparenting through the earth and that's right yeah well at us right (laughs) (laughs) we should do that still Um, (laughs) we can just say a few remarks about it right now Mm -hmm. Um, just what comes up because we're flowing into that yeah the mother as the womb and Mm -hmm. coming back to the earth for our nourishment Uh, if we if we couldn't receive it in our youth um, that's one of the first places where I fell in love with like just being outside all the time, being in the earth and mm-hmm. understanding that the earth would give me food. It'll give me water. It'll give me shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have the knowledge to go to it and seek its nourishment. And right. No, that's my mama. Seek its nourishment. <laughs> that's right. That's my mama. Like, I'll be out here, you know, drinking water from the river on yes. my TikTok. People are like, is that water clean? I'm like, this is my mama. Don't come for her. <laughs> I can get water from my mama anytime. Right. But, yes. <laughs> so, reparenting. I want to just share what what is reparenting. I mean, it kind of is what it sound, sounds like, and it's very connected to inner child healing. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you didn't receive parenting, that... Uh, Sometimes some people didn't receive parenting, period. And maybe sometimes there were things missing or things that could have been better or things that now, like, you could expand on as far as how you were parented, how you were raised. Mm. And um, it's like an opportunity to do that for yourself because I feel we all have inner parents. We have, like, an inner... Yes. um, We are simultaneously the child and the mother and the father. Exactly. And, yeah, like... I actually wrote a whole ebook about this that I didn't even release yet because I'm still working on it, but it's about mm-hmm. um, healing the inner family. Right. So having our inner parents and our inner child. And the inner parents, I, I call them, rather than the mother and father, the nurturer and the protector, just to keep it right. like gender neutral. Mm-hmm. But because um, essentially it's like, what are the energies that these people are embodying exactly. regardless, you know? So it's like recognizing that you have this ab- inner ability to nurture yourself. And to go, like you said, and go and, and seek nourishment from whatever place you seek that right. nourishment. And you also have this ability to protect yourself. You have those gut feelings. Yes. You have that intuition. To give you, you have structure. This, yeah, this level of structure, organization, you know. Like you have that within you. And then you also have your inner child. And mm. the, the, the secret about this with the inner child is that we need the inner parents. Mm. Because a child is only able to be a child because they are protected and nourished and cared right. for and all their needs are met. By Other the parents, that, they have to grow or up. Or they fast. have to grow up and mm. stop being in their child and they turn to survival mode mm-hmm. and they're no longer in the in the in the childness. Yes. So in order for us to be a child, we also have to be responsible Depend- and, and be nourishing ourselves yeah. and caring for ourselves. And then we are so cared for and so balanced that we can be in our inner child as well. Wow. That's amazing. That reminds me that we are dependent. We are, like, essentially dependent on our core as people who belong to the earth. And so, like, um, us being on our inner child makes us know that we do have to come back to be in an interdependent relationship with the earth. Because while we can, to some aspect, build structure for ourselves and be, like, the inner protector and inner nurturer, Mm -hmm. our inner child, we have to, yeah, come back to depend on the essential. Mm -hmm. Like, we can't do it all ourselves yeah and that's Mm -hmm. i don't know that's a 
feeling good in my my solar plexus right now, <laughs> my roots, my yeah. root chakra. Yeah. And it's like think about when you're feeling like you're recognizing a hurt for your inner child. Mm-hmm. Who does your inner child go to? If you're doing inner work, I understand you might have outer yes. people who you can go to mm-hmm. to work through things. But when you're doing inner work, you go to your inner nurturer when your inner child is hurt. Right. And you seek that those kind that kindness, that compassion, mm-hmm. that unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And when you need assistance or when you're feeling afraid, maybe you go to your inner protector and you're like, I need protection. Right. I need to reaffirm within myself that I am safe. Yes. Right? So it's like... It's always all working together in order to heal your inner child. You need these other energies to be mm-hmm. well developed. Absolutely. And I think uh, inner child healing work, as, lo- as well as the work that I do, ecotherapy, is, they work so well in tandem right yeah. now because yeah. I'm seeing a need for us as like people who are shamed to be in their authenticity, um, we're shamed to be rebels, we're ashamed to be like really show up. Um, as ourselves in this time and that can be a product of like social media that can be a product we're just living in survival mode that could be we don't feel safe um with the threat of a climate crisis and stuff that's right so impactful that's so real. it's a need for us to come like we're scared children i feel the energy we're mm. scared children that need uh mm. reconnecting with the mother yeah. with the mother with the father with the yeah i love that you you know took it out of the gender binary mm. to our protector and our nurturer those two embodying can, energies yes because parents embody both of those energies exactly you know regardless of your gender exactly mm-hmm. um but yeah that's so well said to like bring it back like, like i said always bring it into like the smaller scale like mm-hmm. our interpersonal relationships and to like our to relationship the, with the earth itself the macrocosm yes 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 exactly I love this podcast episode so far. <laughs> it's it's actually been like I've been needed to have Deja on the podcast, y'all. We'd be so. podcasting with no with no recording. <laughs> that's on. that's true. We'd just be talking so, about this stuff. <laughs> that's so true. But yeah. I'm glad to finally like have you speak about your projects and on my on my platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't see this as my platform. I see this as like a collective platform mm-hmm. where people are going to talk about how they're regenerating their shared home, our shared home. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm so grateful to see the your hair, your shared home mm-hmm. come into fruition these past few months and past year. Yes, so. that's beautiful. Thank you so much for recording this moment. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm grateful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, a point of yeah y'all we was just out here smoking a J by the river and so <laughs> we are inspired we're communing with cannabis you know we're inspired to just come and talk about and I'm glad we had a, such a beautiful flowing and in-depth conversation mm-hmm. as always you know the difference is we're just recording it this time uh-huh. but yeah would you like to say any last words Deja for for the moment, this is not your last words, obviously. Right. <laughs> I want to hear y'all go listen to Deja, please. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say again, you know, check me out on Instagram. I hope you find serenity. My Patreon is Find Serenity, and uh, yeah, if you're feeling that call, definitely support the cause because that support is so so appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yes. One last thing, I guess I wanted to talk about was uh, your identity. Uh, you're like a black woman, an expat at that building mm-hmm. in Costa Rica, and 
There's so many different aspects of your identity as like an expat, a bilingual person, a black woman, like an indigenous intersectionality. person. Yes, all this intersectionality. Yeah. What's been like the most, I don't know, what's coming forth like through this whole project with Find Serenity as it relates to your as identity? It my identity. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got the macaws passing. Yes. And they actually represent letting your voice be heard. Oh. Because they loud as fuck. <laughs> um, How beautiful. Well, I will say, like, so much of this journey has been... Um, I'm aware of my identity, but there's a lot of releasing and a lot of, like, becoming really, mm-hmm. truly, like, a piece of nature. Mm. But um, in regards to, like building and getting land and having a retreat center and these things like definitely that's very white dominated in Costa Rica. Yes. You don't see a lot of black I don't know any other black women here who are doing besides our friends Cosmic and Nurture. Yes. Who um have property in Costa Rica and have, you know, retreat centers. Mm. Uh, especially like I actually don't right, know any. Right. Um, but I know a lot of white people who do. And no shade. We got a lot of cool-ass white people here <laughs> who love nature as well. And they're coming to heal their ancestry mm. and all these things. They're coming to heal on a deep level as well. But I definitely see them getting a lot of support. And I see myself, like, struggling yes. for that support. So the that's a part of why I want to even, like, release that from my identity. Because we've been so programmed from such a long time that... We were just talking about this. That, like... Like, it's truly like within me because I've, since I was a little girl, I've been told, like, oh, your ancestors were slaves. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, uh, people are going to be racist against you. Oh, pe- it's going to be harder for you to do everything than anybody else. Like, it's going to be right. 10 times harder for you than that white person next to you. Or, like, people are not going to treat you well. Like, getting that told to me at such a young age mm-hmm. when I'm developing my, my core identity, who mm. am I? And how do I fit into the world? Mm-hmm. And so much of that was met with, like, I should be poor and in the ghetto and right. have nothing. A story that we were told. A story that I've been told that's just yes. so not true. Like, I know my true power is so much, so beyond that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it has been shedding that identity and it yeah. hurts sometimes, you know. It's like, damn, and I see shit that be mm-hmm. unfair. But I see also that as I shed that identity and I start to reaffirm my worth right. and really do work around my worth mm. and my value, that's when... I get more support and I start to see other mm-hmm. people, even people who aren't of color, like supporting my projects. And Exactly. So, and that's like inner work that I'm doing, you know? Mm. Um, we were just talking yeah. about that um, releasing of our victim mentality, our victimization. Yes. And rewriting our story to be the creators instead, the, yes. like, the lucid architects. I love... Lucid architect. Of our reality. Mm-hmm. And I see, I see that so much, Deja. You're just rewriting the damn story yeah. out here. And saying that I can do it, look at me, like, and let's support her through that. Yeah. If we want to have healing spaces, I know we all want to have healing spaces, Um, and I in particular, and I know Deja are advocates for healing outside of the United States, mm-hmm. Um, and we've just happened to find found homes outside of the United States, mm-hmm. but, so there's an opportunity to heal and more, like, biologically, um, biologically resonating areas Mm -hmm. and Costa Rica happens to be that for me and Mm. I know you too so yes but I will say of course there's yeah there's lots of places so follow your heart don't come to Costa Rica just for us now okay facts come for you (laughs) 
I love that. And I met a woman yesterday who was saying, like, follow your dharma. Like, follow uh, your purpose. Follow your destiny mm-hmm. and your desires. You know, don't follow other people. Because right. just because I've received all this wonderfulness in Costa Rica, you could come here and have a completely different experience. That's so true. There are sacred lands in the United States as well and all over the entire world. I mean, and that's it's the earth. Thing. Earth is sacred. Right. We're so returning finding... to the land in the end. So regardless yes. of where you're going, where you're coming from, where yeah. you think the... The most appropriate place for you to be is that's mm-hmm. where it's gonna be. Yeah. So believe in that. Believe in that. Believe that in that. You're just returning to the land. And, and certainly, Costa Rica is calling a lot of people. So if it's if it's truly in you, you know, you'll know. Mm-hmm. And that might be why you found this podcast. And yes. Are listening right now. Bienvenidos. <laughs> cool. Well, Deja, thank you so much. We're about to go make some breakfast. I think. Yes. <laughs> Um, this was a beautiful podcast, a uh, long time coming, mm-hmm. but at the divine time as well. So yeah, thank you everybody for supporting this podcast. You can find out more about Deja's work, like she said, at I hope you find serenity.com and find serenity on Instagram. And you can keep up the work that I'm doing here in Costa Rica at www.earthstrongenergy.com and earthstrongenergy on Instagram as well. Um, we do have some retreat opportunities at the time that this podcast is being posted, so go sh- be sure to check that out on my page. And yes, everyone, I hope you're on Earth's strongest energy, which is love, <laughs> y'all. It's love. 